To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by PB and Joey. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for more information. $35 or more gets you free shipping on all orders. Go to pbandjoey.com for more information. pbandjoey.com. Jay here, PositiveSarcasm.com. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers. Ah, streaming live from the Spare Parts Studio. Yeah, that's right. I did a movie reference. Johnny Monotone in the studio. I just Johnny got Monotone back from, here. Yeah, Johnny Monotone. I just got back from San Francisco. I'm on four and a half hours sleep and about 72 cough drops. The fact that I'm alive is not a miracle because um, I am God. <laughs> you remember Richie Cunningham? Who? He was like, who the I'm, fuck? Where do you get like, these he was references like, what from? What kind of drinks did you have? He was like, there were tiny little cups. Oh, thank well, you. How for many that. did you have? Seventy-two of them. <laughs> thank you for the coffee, though. I, uh, not the coffee. I made the coffee. Gelato. I'd like to thank me for the coffee. Uh, oh, thank you I for think, the. Th- I'll thank you for the coffee. Yeah, man. thank you for the uh, icy cream. That is actually quite good. What was that, that shit? Macaroon and what? Stalagmite. No, not the stalag. No, not the stracci. The other stuff. Stracci Italio. Um. Um. Mac. Oh yeah. What was that called? <laughs> You're, dude. Take some. I'm gonna go check it out. All right, go check. Joe, check it out. Uh, you can find me on <laughs> Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. You can find John wandering the streets begging for change. You can uh, also, this streams on twitch.tv slash positive sarcasm one and on facebook.com slash POS sarcasm. What are the uh, ice creams? Mascarpone. Oh, mascarpone. God, mascarpone you are, and you berries. You are so white. I, you are so white. I am. You are I, so white. You're so white, you're woke. <laughs> All Mar- Mar- mascarpone and berries and it kind of looks like your shirt actually yeah i know we are we are wearing the whitest let's go mow our lawns type of clothes right now <laughs> but i have an excuse i'm about to shit i'm about to shit on you even more i know i'm wearing fucking jeans that it's like hello 1986 um so you gotta hook me up with some pointers before i go down at hotlanta <clears throat> hotlanta oh yeah cause... don't get shot um are you going so what are you going to know in atlanta for Fresh air front kid that stayed with us two years in a row. You had a what? A foster kid? Well, no, it was Fresh Air Fund. He he came up from New York. They the uh, program shipped him up, and we hosted him for a, a week. Oh, so okay. And so then and then the following year, not a, not a foster a kid, but uh, yeah, they call it Fresh Air Fund. Oh, and unlike here in Manchester, he was like, oh man, it's so quiet up here. There's no. There's no ambulance, no I sirens, rob there's no everybody. There's no no screaming cats knocking the can lids off in the alley or nothing. And he Oh, he's from New York? Yeah. yeah. Now, now he lives down in Hotlanta. And he's uh Well, he's, he's definitely right at home then. Well, he, he's a somewhat famous uh DJ down there. So we just somewhat famous? Was he like DJ Tiesto or something? Well, he's got like 5,000 friends on Facebook. So Ooh, that's, wow, he's that's a real somewhat fuck. famous. Whoop-de-doo. <laughs> We'll jerk off to that. <laughs> Christ. Yeah, you can find me on all social media. I am not I am not a traveling DJ. I'm barely a YouTuber. You're not somewhat famous yet either. No, I'm not somewhat famous. I am just somewhat almost I've famous. Just, I've just refused to go Blue away Jean, for baby. I've just refused almost to famous. go away. I'm at the the level There's of a fame movie where reference I've, re- for I've refused to go away for about five or six years. You know? <laughs> it's taken me five or six years to get to one hundred podcasts. That averages out to about one According to the podcast analytics, analytics, it's like one every three weeks. Um, so I'm stepping my game up. Right. I, didn't even, I had to look back and go, how how did I even get to this point? How did I actually get to like 87 of them? I had to look back and go like, okay, well, I did 20 with them. That's all you've had? 87? I'm on like, this is like an episode Oh, you had more vlogs than that. You had 100. Well, yeah, because I did them two years straight. Right. You know, but the podcast took like a shit, like an eight month hiatus after episode 23. And then I did a couple with some bored housewives, and then I did a couple with some chicks, and then I said, fuck it, we're going to go solo. We're going to do this Bill Burr style, and that's when I caught a rhythm. I figured, just like anything else, do it myself, and now that I have a lot of the setup that's coming together, like all this stuff, it's spare parts, but it'll all be updated little by little even more. Right. But, yeah, this weekend I was in, um, you know, I don't know if you know where I went, but I went to San Francisco. I had a job there I had to do. And what did I have to say? Okay. 
San Francisco, I hadn't been there in since like 2008, I think. And the rumors about the poop is true on the sidewalks. That's an actual thing. In, in San Francisco. In San Francisco. Not like Mill Valley or in, the, or in outer, layers, outer layers like So Pacifica. they should change the song to I Lost My Shit. They didn't want. They gave it away. But yeah, they spray their sidewalks down and stuff like that. But brutal. Overall, it's more the same. It's a lot of the same that I saw when I was there uh, last time, and it's fine. You can uh, first couple days I couldn't see dick though, but I stayed in uh, Mill Valley, a place called Strawberry. Yep. You know, I think if you have a town named Strawberry, you should have like every other town or county around it be another fruit. So you should have like cantaloupe. I'm staying at strawberry, cantaloupe, fruit, blueberry. Yeah. Grapes a little racist. Um, so <laughs> Lemon County. Um, but change, the, change the subject here. But, oh, so I know I talk shit. I hate corporate giants, but super shout out to Walmart today for actually being open at 6 a.m. So I could grab a ton of soup today because I got sick on Sunday and on the way back. The, the flight from SFO to St. Paul, Minnesota. They, I mean, they might as well open at 6 a.m. There's people Nobody there. else is open. But they there's employees in Walmart 24 hours a day. Yeah, stealing Every stuff. Every Walmart. What? Every Walmart. <laughs> How do you think they refill the shelves? Um, <laughs> yeah, the... No, they were open. I was really... But super shout out to Delta. First of all, their flight attendants are dimey dime sweethearts. Yeah. App, I mean, legit. Like, I know that this whole woke culture and however you identify, I got to tell you, they are throwbacks to the 1950s and 60s. Smoking hot, super sweet, and they, they're like angels in the air. They're just like angels in flight. So they wear these, like, they wear like these Pleasantville, purple, right? Purple, um, Kinda? Pleasantville? Yeah. yeah. Pleasantville, Stepford. <laughs> <laughs> kind of so across. Well, they wear like these blue, they wear these like dark purple, gorgeous uh one piece dresses and they have these little sachet bow things like right here yep and they are phenomenal looking and here comes me normally mr uh you know mr joey's gonna be traveling somewhere i can tell (laughs) not no not after the display i put on this week Uh because um i mean i i was sick as shit i got on the flight my hair wasn't even done i was gross the flight from SFO to St. Paul, I all of a sudden, I'm, I sat down, there was a girl next to me, and I got up, I'm like, oh shit, the, you, you have that moment, you're going to go use the bathroom, and the drink the drink service is in progress, so right. that, there's, there's no getting past that. No, no, no. But, I, I, you, okay, the, the moments before you think or know you're going to throw up, you, you're like, alright, gonna, we're going to get through this, everything is okay, and then you get those sweats. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, all right, this is no, this is good. It's like, don't throw up, don't have to throw up. And then it's like, okay, let's just get this over with. And then you get up and you're like, you look and you go, oh no, the drink tray. <laughs> How do I get it? It's like a fucking boss. It's like a final level boss. You have to, I, I it, it even... is, it's like a video game. How do I get past the drink tray machine? And she looked at me and I just went like this. And she, uh, she's like, sure. And she's like, hold on. And she sweat came, she went, and then I jumped past her, and then I went in there, and I don't think I came out for like a half hour. Oh I didn't even gosh. do anything. I just laid there. And so, I, don't so know how, how, now, how, I don't know how you lay in an airport bathroom of a 757, right. but I made it work. Like, I just laid down. I'm like, all right. Why were you so sick? I don't know. I got to San Francisco. Was it nerves or? Uh, no, it wasn't nerves. Why would it be nerves? I had a fair I was, amount of no, nerves. I caught something when I was in San Francisco. Oh, okay. Probably typhus or AIDS or something. Well, but I caught something and I wasn't feeling well, and so I just when I got, I was feeling it and I had you know congestion and all that shit. But when I got on that flight, I was like, all right, I'm now I'm sick and the last thing I want to be doing is flying. But that's exactly what I ended up doing was going on a fucking huge flight all the way across the country. I'm actually glad that. I had a stop in St. Paul to actually just refill. I'm actually, re- but I am upset though that because were, you, were you going for a visit with Elon Omar? Oh no, Is that what you were doing? no politics in the podcast. <laughs> oh, that's no right. politics are allowed. <laughs> cultural stuff, yes. Politics, no. Well, that's we cultural. all know I hate her, but that's besides the point. She's kind of hot, but um, hot. In like well, a, it's kind of like AOC in I mean, like a hate she, crime she, type she's of way. Kind of a kind of hot, hot but it's kind of. <laughs> hot mess. Um, okay. She puts the mess right, in hot mess. All right, let's stay on task here. Let's stay on task. You know, we're white men. What do we know? Um, everything. So, <laughs> so 
I just I'm glad I had a stop in St. Paul. I I was in the bathroom probably like a half. You know what I love that it's just like home. You're in the bathroom and nobody bothers you. Yeah. And it's like, this is in the air. Like, I'm. This I is in the like airport shit. or on the plane. I'm on the plane, dude. Oh, on the I'm plane. on the plane. We're thirty-seven thousand feet up, and I'm hiding in the bathroom, like, uh, like fucking, uh, like I'm ODing on heroin or something. And I'm sitting there and just, I don't know what else am I gonna do. I guess I'm gonna sit down and just think about life. I'm on a plane, like thinking about shit. And then I get out and I notice that there's a seat right next to the back of the plane. I'm like, all right, should I go back to my? seat which is halfway up the plane where my headphones and my cell phone and my drone my drone bag and every all that shit is i'm like no i'm gonna sit right here in this empty seat and i'm not moving for the whole flight and the girl the, the hot well they were all hot and she comes up to me and taps me on the shoulder and she's like she's like are you okay and i just i didn't even want to look at her i was so ashamed of myself i'm such uh. a i'm such a good I'm, I'm such a good uh person to fly i love flying I love it, but I look like such a fucking amateur up there in the friendly skies, especially flying Delta. I love Delta. I have such a respect for Delta. Their planes are great. They fly 737 200s, and they fly these fucking 757s that are all decked out. They look good, um, and you know they got the TV screen. I watched Shazam on the t- on on freaking. <laughs> I watched Shazam, dude. It was awesome. And uh, thirty five thousand feet. <laughs> yeah, thirty five thousand. You know what? I think that helped with the last with the last thingy because it gets lighter it's just like well i'm, I'm focused on something i'm like a two, oh, i'm like a three-year-old oh, you... look i'm holding something in the air distract me so i was like uh i just watched that for the second half of the flight but that they were just like she's like are you okay i just i didn't want to look at her i didn't want to breathe on her i just i didn't want to ruin her she was so i didn't even know i there was three or four of them. i'm pretty sure you know which, which one i knew it was but they were amazing they just angelic creatures that I think there should be more of. Of right. I do. I support. I mean, I support diversity in the workplace, um, but not when it comes to Delta Airlines. I think all their fucking. I think they should all be female. I think they should all be angelic, intelligent, smart, dashing, and they should all wear purple dresses. Uh, <laughs> I think. I no, no. Men are not allowed to be flight attendants. I think they should be overpaid and all women. Okay, I don't care. They were amazing. So. In a odd sexist type of way, shout out to Delta Airlines for a fantabulous job. Great landings, great flying through turbulence, letting me watch Shazam for free. Um, I was going to watch, watch John Wick, but it said edited for content. And I'm like, You sound like you were a 10-year-old on this flight. <laughs> I was. I was a fucking 10-year-old on this flight, dude. Watching cartoons, I was. checking out the hot stewardess. I was. I, whatever they, dude, they what else was I going to do? I, was, I, had like, I swear, I had like 102 fever or something on this flight. I was done. And then I get home, and I, first thing I do is shower and all that shit. I come home at four. I wake up at four a.m. and then I just powered through the day. <laughs> and oddly enough, I'm sitting here talking to you, and I'm like, "It comes fucking... right back." Yeah, it I must guess. be the gelato. I mean, it's not that it's good. It's not that what I'm doing is good, but I'm still doing it. Doing something. But you know, it it was cool. You know, like Delta was awesome. Walmart was there. It was cool. San Francisco was. I don't know if you've ever been there. You can go there. But you can be done with the city in a matter of a couple hours. Yeah. I mean, it's a city like anything else. If you're not going to a particular place, like if you're going to the weed store or you're going to Pier 39 or something like that, you're in and out. You're done. The Actually, the weed store, there's – You got so, a bridge there and a lot of gay men, and that's really the city. I didn't see in lot, hills. I didn't see a lot of gay well, – I, I didn't go to the Mission District, but there, I didn't see a lot of gay – But isn't that what Sam said? It's all hills. And all gays, but apparently in, not. In a, no, in a bridge. Hills it is. Hills it definitely was. I well, you'll see. So, like, so, so you really didn't see that, then, huh? That what the hills? A little bit of a stereotype. Oh, you know in? what I did? Well, I, first of all, we're not homophobic on this podcast. We just make homophobic jokes. But no, well, yeah. I, it, um, speaking of gay stuff, like Seinfeld, I do want to mention. Not it. there's anything I, wrong with that. I do want to mention <laughs> this one thing though. Sure. So we were uh, at the. Ter- I was in the terminal going into Delta. I took off from Logan, mm-hmm. and we. I'm standing there with my gear. And I looked to my right, and they you know how they have like the, the the posters for like you're going on Delta, choose Comfort Plus and stuff. Right, like right. That. So I'm looking, and it's two dudes. But it's I love I you, you laugh as a straight white dude. You you laugh anyways, and then you move on with your day. But right. you know what I noticed when they're looking because I have a, I have the picture on my phone. There, uh, it's two ginger dudes, two gingers, so two redheads with like beards, kind of bearded, a little scruffed up, and right. he's like. 
laying he's like he's resting his shoulder on the other guy's on the other guy's shoulder like this and they're laughing about something my first thought in my head was they look really happy (laughs) (laughs) and i fucking i was like oh i'm like i'm like i'm almost jealous and then i just like all right that well i guess i guess that's that's my entertainment i'm just picturing like uh what's the guy it looked like it looked like andrew santino look this up later it looked like andrew santino Comedian Andrew Santino and comedian Alan Tudyk were okay. boyfriend and boyfriend. It, it's what they looked like. Okay. Um, but it did. I just thought to myself, they look. They, I'm like, they look like they're really fulfilled. And I just kind of <laughs> moved on with my day. I did. I took a picture of it. I'll check it out afterwards. This is you can't help this stuff. If if it's funny to you, it's funny. So Delta was fucking awesome. I know it's easy to talk shit about huge airlines like American or United, but I gotta tell you, I've never had a problem with Delta. They've had giant planes. They're so fucking friendly. Right. Um, so absolutely, if you're going to fly, I mean, I, I usually fly like Southwest or JetBlue, but Delta's legit. But San Francisco is, for the most part, if you are going to get weed in San Francisco, just look for a place with a green cross on it. Even if it's a Walgreens. Hmm. They, if, there's, if it's a Walgreens or something and it has a green cross next to it, that means that they sell cannabis products there too. So we go to a place. I didn't buy anything because weed's expensive. So they put the green in Walgreens. <laughs> Legit. I really think they should change the sign from red to green. So we went to this place called the Green Cross. Makes sense. And you go in, and it, it, it's like you're going into a sushi restaurant. Legit. So you walk in, there's a there, there's a hostess on the left, and on the right, there's a guy standing there with a, with a suit and tie. So you go in there, and she, she gets your name. They give you a fucking buzzer or something like that. And you go over to the guy, and he goes, okay, we have a few house rules, no, no photography. If you want to take pictures, just don't pictures, take pictures of the patrons. We have these options here, here, and here. Here's your first time. That's your email address. I'll send you updates if you want to be a subscriber. And he's like, okay, well, why don't you go on in? And we go on in. The next thing you know, it's just like, weed, weed, gummies, gummies. It's like all, all of it. Just I'm looking at the prices, and my fucking Jew alarm goes off. It's like, look at all these prices. It's so expensive. I can't purchase any of this stuff. This is insane. And it's like. I did. It was like it was like I was thinking well, maybe I should get a chocolate bar because you know obviously I'm thinking dark chocolate. It's probably pretty tasty. I look at the chocolate bar. It's twenty two dollars. I'm like motherfucker. I am out. I'm like no chocolate bar is worth it's that like much. Fifteen bucks. I can get a bar to Dancing Lion, isn't it? Yeah, but that shit was like rescued from like a Brazilian tribe or something. Okay. This was just some fucking herbal tea mixed in with some dark Toblerone. <laughs> so you know, I mean, come on. I'd rather save the rainforest in the than fucking than fucking you know make, remake soap with. Right? Yeah, I'd rather save the rainforest than smoke some fucking you know green tea. Right. You know, I or you know smoke some dark chocolate seventy percent. So, but it was really nice. Like they're very, it's very cleaned up and very presented. I mean, the the customers it can be a different story, but yeah. And for the record, if you think uh, if you think like Boston people or New Hampshire people or New York people drive like assholes, guess what? Everybody drives like assholes, especially in San Francisco too. Which means if they dress if they drive like assholes, you probably drive like an asshole too. So guess what? Everybody drives like assholes. So just be nicer to each other, okay? Yeah. But I stayed. So once you cross the bridge into, uh, I'm gonna get past the touristy shit. You want touristy shit? Just go to Pier 39 and look at the fucking seals. Um, but if you, I, you go across the bridge into the Golden Gate, you end up in a place called the Mill Valley. The Mill Valley has the Mirror Woods, which is a national park. Uh, all national parks or state parks are generally drone restricted airspace. So, and then it's, it's like you said, all hills. Yes. Basically imagine San Francisco, but with no buildings. That's the Mill Valley. No buildings. Okay. So then that's when you fall on the yellow brick road. Well, the Golden Gate Road. So you go there, and it's, I mean, there was, it's actually, there's stuff there. There's like, you know, there's like an in and out. There's a couple things there. I stayed in this place, you know, just a little place in Mill. Um, broke into a Porsche dealership by accident. And then um, <laughs> found this little place called Strawberry Manor, which I flew off the top of. And you can see when the fog, the, the you know, the, the infamous fog uh, goes away, you can see everything. You can see not only the Golden Gate Bridge, but you can see the bridge that takes you into Oakland as well. Oh, okay. So it's be- It's absolutely beautiful. Um, and then Mirror Woods is just fucking huge. Huge. So the giant sequoia trees, the California redwoods, right. they are, they're pretty intense once you get up close. I mean, normally I don't get baffled by nature, but to fly it and see it and dive bomb it with Pelican 2, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And then, of course, to yeah, take— They're like 1,000-foot trees or whatever. 
They're fucking huge, dude. Like, I mean, the the redwoods are skinny. Yeah. They're skinny, but they're tall. The redwoods are the big Snoop Dogg fatty blunts. They are thick, dude. We're talking the sequoias. Yes, yes. The sequoias are massive trees. I saw one where they they carved out this tunnel that you could drive a car through. Well, you're going to see you're going to see in the vlog that I have coming up that that was actually that plays a factor. You'll see how big these trees are when fitting two or three people in that circumference. You're going to see that because they hollow them out. They actually burn the inside of the trees, the ash, so that they can regrow. So you'll see you'll go up to a tree and you notice that they set fire to a large portion of the inside of the tree so that they can grow, regrow or re whatever they do that. All throughout this national forest. Interesting. So, but Jesus Christ, we went up to the top where you can see the Golden Gate Bridge when the fog goes away. It was fucking windy as hell. But it's a huge place to send. You can spend a full week there doing all kinds of nerd touristy shit. Because you can go to, you. there are some places you go, you get bored really quickly. You spend two or three days and you're done. Right. You know. But here you have the Mill Valley. You have the Mirror Woods. You have San Francisco. You also have the PCH, Pacific Coast Highway, which is Pacifica. And a bunch of other places. That used to be a clothing brand in the 80s. Pacifica? No, PCH. Did it? Yeah. I have to Google that. Yeah. So. California. That's all there. So, and you have Pacific Coast Highway. Just check it out because it's all California Ocean. And if you really want to be a fucking rebel, just go get yourself, go rent yourself a Ferrari for a thousand bucks a day and drive it all the way down to Los Angeles. The one takes, because the one, as you know, the one takes you all the way down to Los Angeles. I think it even takes you down to the border of Mexico. Because once you start it, it's in southern San Francisco, and then you just jump, jump on the one, and then you're gone. Yep. Boom. All of California. But then you can go north to Mill Valley, Mirror Woods. You can also go to Palo Alto, and you can go to Sonoma and the wine country. So oh, you can yeah. go even farther north. And to Napa. To Napa Valley. Right. So you can do all that shit there. So How long were you there? <clears throat> I was only there for a few days. I got there. I jumped on a plane. Saturday morning, I got there Saturday afternoon, went to dinner, stuff like that, had had some pho. Uh, you have relative out there, right? Relative? I don't think so. Oh. If I did, they all have money and they disown me. I do have some <laughs> Jew family in Montana, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, very nice families. Um, I went to their wedding like a million years ago. They, yeah. booked, they literally took, a whole, whole, uh, took an entire hotel and said, yeah, that's ours for the next four days. Then they rented out the whole hotel and they're like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and take that. Wow. Thanks. They wow. rented a mountain for Christ's sake. Whatever. They just said, yeah, we're going to take this whole road right here. Now, nah, here's, a, here's a check. See you later. Bye. Um, here's some diamonds. Get lost. So they rented <laughs> out everything. It was amazing. That's a Mont- I'll go back to Montana Sunday. But if you're going to travel like that far, you got to make sure you're fucking healthy because that type of trip is definitely intense to go 3,000 miles. Um, I handled it better the first time, but this time just being sick, I don't know what happened. But the fact that I came back and I'm as feeling as okay as I am. Just goes to show that I definitely put a lot of discipline into my body at this point. Um, but, yeah, I've, I haven't been able to fast. I haven't been eating right. And huh. it just sucks to, to have that. But I fucking push through it because I don't have a choice. Right. I don't have a fuck. Well, I do. I could quit. I'm not going to fucking quit. You're not going to you know, quit. You're not going to quit. You get too much into this. Yeah, no, whatever it is. And guess what? No excuses. No excuses. Right. I wrote that on the fucking – did you see that? I wrote that on the, t- the coffee table. It's in uh, Whiteout. I put a lot of thought into how I wrote it. Um, <coughs> so, yeah. So, there was that. I did um, – you you know who Stephen King is, right? You mean the writer? Yeah. Or the guy who went to high school? Well, he's from Maine. Did you go to a high school with a guy who who's from Maine and ended up writing horror books that sold oh, millions of copies? Okay. No, the, my, my all right. The one that actually people care about. Yeah, my um, dad's cousin was friends with Stephen King because okay. they taught at USM. Did you together. see the original, the original miniseries one, the shitty Stephen King's It that came out like twenty years ago? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't very good, was he, it? He had, he had, he's had some flops. Well, that wasn't really him. That was just a miniseries <clears throat> that was, he produced, maybe. Yeah. Well, I just saw. Well, I saw the original, the remake of It last year, and it was, or it was two years ago, and it was awesome. Right. And they taught and. I was hoping that they'd get more into some of the legend and some of the outer shit when It Chapter 2 came out. I was going to review it last week on the podcast, but I went off on a fucking tangent about that whole Miss Monopoly thing, and before I knew it, my hour was up. 
So I just wanted to do a quick thing. Um, if you, I know horror movies are one of those things. If you're either a horror buff or or you're not, and I know people don't normally go and see horror movies and shit like that, but if you are, I do recommend like movies like Insidious, Dark Skies. If you really want to watch a good movie in that genre, you start with Insidious and Insidious Chapter Two. You watch Dark Skies because it's got aliens in it, and then you can watch um, it, the, the two Its, it, it, it Chapter Two. Yep. And they really do do a good job of first of all the character is eerie and haunting and he's a gref and this one he fucking he bites a whole kid's head off just like just and one thing i didn't realize because it starts off with um a gay guy getting the shit kicked out of him but what what happens is the or is when it wait this you're not talking about clockwork orange now is that what they in Clockwork, was that a gay guy they were beating? No, they didn't beat up a gay guy in, in Clockwork. Oh, no, they beat no. him up with a dildo, though, didn't they? I don't know. That was a lot. I that was a weird it. movie. You think so? Uh, that was a, yeah, that was a weird movie. No, this one was when every 27 years when it reemerges. Right. It's not that he just reemerges and starts eating children. He What he does is the, he amplifies the town in such a way where hate crimes go up. So he, he, he makes the town become more amplified and angry. So you start seeing more hate crimes when he comes up. Yep. You start seeing me, uh, people's memory disappear. People become indifferent and less helping in the town of Derry. So what that does is, is install, it instills fear because this creature, this being, this it, Pennywise, when he, by the time he reemerges for that 27th year, people are more scared. They're more tepid. They become more trepidations of what's around him and he feasts on fear it makes the steak taste better it tenderizes the meat so that's his thing so by ins- more hate crimes and stuff like that see, it's he's kinda, eating better it's kind of like needful things did you see that one no stephen king was that a stephen king well it's probably along the oh, same yeah, lines yeah. well the guy had this store and mm-hmm. people went there and they wanted to get certain things you know they were needful things and it was almost like a thrift store or whatever but people would go there and they'd want such and such and they could have it, but it was always at a price. It always had to do something for him. And it was increasingly like people going after their neighbors and doing bad things to the neighbors and so forth increasingly. Oh, so the, the, the there was a lesson on. behind it. Like nothing in life is free. Right, you had right. To pay a, there was a price to be paid. And the price to be paid was was kind of like hate crimes but it was somebody you knew you know what i mean that's a valid concept yeah it was, and it was a while it was a pretty wild movie I mean, when you yeah. really think about it stephen king was he was been writing books from, since what the 70s yeah well, and there yeah. was there was jokes about how his ending sucked like if there's a movie which is notoriously terrible and it's the langoliers oh yeah 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 with bronson pinchot ripping <laughs> the paper <laughs> but no these it's like what I liked about I it, get it. What I liked about it, Chapter Two, was it explored some of the, the the outer realm of what it is and where it came from. It didn't show the turtle. I didn't get to see the fucking turtle. The turtle Chud was the, or was the, was this turtle that was the anti it. it. it okay. Was, it, and uh, you didn't get to see, they, that. They didn't put that in there because they figured it would confuse audiences. That's what pisses me off is when you have to stray away from the actual content because the fucking audience is an idiot. Right. Um, yeah. But for the most part, they actually handled it quite well. And like I said, the amplification of hate crimes and difference. Or you could be, be like uh, David Lynch and not give a shit if the audience figures out what you're doing. Anyways, That's fine. You know, what you, like Tarantino's the same Tarantino, way. Tarantino, yeah. Tarantino doesn't give oh. a fuck. He does what he wants. David Lynch is even worse though when it comes to screwing like Mulholland Drive. Did you ever see that? No, I do need to see that. Never actually. figure it out. You think you'd figure it <laughs> I out. I would like to figure it and out. And then you're going to try to watch it again and try to figure it out. And you're like, no, it's not it. I think the one movie you wouldn't want to figure out. But then out after it. I watched it like three times, he was in an interview and he said, oh. Well, didn't I, he just did. do something, David Lynch? He just did something, right? Uh, like he had a movie just came, come out that was really awesome. Really? I don't know what it was. I have to check it out. Okay. I, I, I've been, I'm a little behind because of my lack of sleep and all yeah. that shit. And the fact that I'm going to go dark for a few days because I got to edit. This one's got what is about 125, 125 video files, and one thousand pictures. Wow! And I don't do photography, but normally when I snap a shot, it takes like three or four at a time. So this was a wedding out there. Well, I can't really state what it was. Oh, okay. I'm, con- I'm contractually obligated not to say shit until the project's done. Oh, okay. But there, I t- snapped a lot of photos. So, but I was hired to be a liaison. Um, but yeah, it, 
just to close out on it, chapter two, before we move on to the next subject, it's bigger than a horror movie. It's actually a comedy. It's fucking hilarious. You 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 laugh your ass off. It is that funny. Like the jokes are legit. You will laugh harder than most of the comedies that come out, and I guarantee you'll laugh harder than any episode of Friends. Um, <laughs> well, that com- wouldn't be that it's, hard. It's a it's a movie about it's a Yo. movie. It's a comedy movie. It's comedy friendship. There's sci-fi in it, and then, of course, there's the horror. It's like, oh, I, what did I quote? I wrote 13 going on 30 with a killer space clown, basically is what it is. Hmm. So It Chapter 2, um, overall, three out of five stars. It's a really good movie, and Bill Hader is awesome in this movie. Bill Hader is awesome. He was He's a comic and stuff like that, comedic actor, but he was awesome. All the characters are great. Uh, I think you'd like it. Watch the first one. The first one is fucking amazing. And the second one definitely just cleans it all up and ends it the way it should. It's like it's done. Good. Although they may, you may get a prequel, but it is really, really cool. And then Shazam I watched on the plane. I Like I said, I'm do- I said I was done with superhero movies as far as like the D- the the MCU, the Marvel comic shit, because now they're, they're owned by Disney and they're going all woke on everybody and shit. So I haven't watched – once I said with it, done with Avengers Endgame, I was done. But then I started catching all these DC movies. Yeah. You know, like Aquaman and uh, uh, Shazam and stuff. And I noticed the trend of when the DC does movies that are independent. Not like when they did the Justice League movie, that was the worst movie I've ever saw. Hmm. Actually, it... no, I lied. The worst movie I ever saw was Dolomite's The Human Tornado. That was the worst movie I ever saw. Never but the worst that. movie I saw that year, without a doubt, was Justice League. Flat out one store, bad movie. But every independent movie, like where it was just one superhero in the movie... They were all good movies. Wonder Woman was fantastic. Man of Steel was awesome. Aquaman was actually a boatload of retarded fun. I fucking loved it. It was such a good movie. It was so entertaining. It was long as shit, but Jesus, it was fun. And Nicole Kidman was a smoke show. And then I watched Shazam. I'm like, this is sneaky good. Like, the main character is pretty funny. He's light. He cracks a lot of jokes. Supporting characters were light. Mark Strong's in it. Mark Strong's in everything. You can look him up and be like, oh, yeah, that guy who looks like Stanley Tucci. Um, But he's in it as well. and He was good. And it's just a sneaky good movie that if you are catching it on a plane or if you are going to Netflix and, and, you know, get your dick sucked, if you are going to do anything like that, it's a good movie to check out. So it's like, you know, it's a standard three out of five stars. It's 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 a solid, sneaky, good, fun movie. Definitely check it out if you're in if you're into superhero type shit. It's fun, and that's pretty much all I had to say. I mean, I watch. I was entertained by it on an airplane, you know, with fever chills and shit. So right. that's that's saying a lot. I'm sure if I saw it in movie theaters, I would probably would love it even more. Um. So yeah, I already I gave out a shout out to the corporate giants, Walmart and Delta Airlines. In and out. I think I'm done with them because I ate a lot of I ate a lot of In and Out when I was over there, and I'm actually sad that I didn't. get Well, the name them. says it all. I think. <laughs> I just I got. <laughs> I started burping hardcore. Though. Oh, jeez. Too many um, onions. I didn't get to eat any Chick-fil-A. I'm super bummed. I, didn't get to I eat had Chick-fil-A, what was it, last week? Where? Um, Ford had a uh, a training. Well, where did the Chick-fil-A come from? Ford Credit. Well, it was right down there in Massachusetts. So they have a Chick- Oh, they have a Chick-fil-A down there? South, Southboro? Yeah. I wanna, I need, we of course, they to- were late. They, they sent somebody from the place because they were late. They were catering? They, and they brought it there. Well, they, I mean, they were originally. Um, you know what sucks is in St. Paul, they had a smash burger and a Chick-fil-A right next to each other. And I couldn't eat either one of them because I didn't know what it was going to do to my stomach. Oh. <laughs> but I wanted them so bad. I wanted to go to Chick-fil-A, get a chicken sandwich, and then go to smash burger. Right. Uh, but in and out I just like, uh, yeah, it's good. But I keep – you have to remember, these are fast food burgers. So you kind of have to temper your expectations. It's a fa- – like, oh, Five Guys is way better than – what a burger! Yeah. In and Out is way better than Five Guys. It's Barley like, House, no, that's it's a like, good burger. Yeah, but that's not a fast food burger. No, At the end of the day, no, it's a, it is though. a fast food burger. Right. Granted, In and Out burgers are better prepared visually than all the other burgers, but at the end of the day, it is a fast food burger. It's so, a step above White Castle. Are you saying? No, it's several steps above White Castle. <laughs> White Castle. I've never had such indigestion. White Castle is aggressive. Belly bombers. Oh, it's so bad. Because you don't so eat one. Bad. You eat like six, 12. Well, they're like this. Yeah. They're like, you can eat them in two bites. Yeah. They are brutal, though, because it's it, all it is is burger and onion. That's it. And it's fried onion. Right. So it's like, okay, I hope you're single. Uh, yeah. You will be at the end <laughs> of that bag. They come in a suitcase. <laughs> there's, there's the suitcase and then there's the bag. 
Yep. But yeah, no, definitely steps ahead of them. Uh, but I I do appreciate In and Outs when you go in, they have like twelve people working, twelve like just every section is loaded with people working. Right. And they're, I mean, I don't know if their their employees are super medicated, but they're on point. Yeah. And the line could be out the fucking door, and they're just churning through them. Right. Like the education system, just churning through them, making fucking meat <laughs> patties out of all the customers, and. And all the food comes out exactly the same every single time. Right. And like impre- an impressive system when it works properly. So I, I'm always I'm always impressed when I walk into an In and Out and I see that. Whataburger had a lot of that too. When you go to sit down, they bring the food out to you and shit like that. They had a really great job. Whataburger wasn't bad, but no, it's just one of those things. Like Five Guys is like, all right, I think I'm I think I'm done. Uh, the poop on the sidewalk thing. I want to go back to that. The so the thing is, is that there's a ho- huge homeless population. I know I observed some of it in some of the pictures I took. The homeless population is still out of control in San Francisco. It was the number one in homeless population, I think, for like the last 20 years. <clears throat> and then it just grew to the point where they were literally just going to the bathroom on the sidewalks. And they created – there was an app that was created to spot it and sent messages out so that people could avoid it. That's unreal. And huh? yeah, it's 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 an actual thing. We walked by and had to scoot like it, somebody, you have an app like that. Somebody for had literally just needles in Manchester. They probably had that. You could probably check. Yeah. But they just had like literally had just somebody just like dog shoveled it up and gotten rid of it. And another guy was washing down his sidewalk to get rid of all that shit because they'll do it right in front of restaurants. There was one guy who was running around with a speedo on and his dick on it, like he had like a sock over his dick and he was running around the middle of the park. You know where the full house. Is there's the yeah 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 everywhere the San Francisco, you, yeah, right yeah. that house that house yeah, right like there Church Street or something right that yeah. house across the street is a park as you know oh you've yeah, seen yeah. The, you've seen the oh, yeah. the trailer yeah and there's a bunch of people there sunbathing and there's a guy there with his little dog and his pet duck and then there's another guy the duck was cool <clears throat> would have been better if it was Peking but it's okay and <laughs> but then there was a there was another dude there was a homeless dude running around. With a G-string on, but his G-string in the front was wrapped around his junk. So he was running around, waving it around. First of all, this thing was a fucking tomahawk, first of all. (laughs) So I don't know if he lost his job as a porn star or whatever, but he was fucking tomahawking it, hard body karate. And just running, (laughs) literally running around the park. Everybody's there. Everybody's there. Hundreds of people. And he's just running around in front of the full house. House. (laughs) And just just tomahawk and just windmilling it. Just running around and shit. And then uh, one of the people I went with was going to go run over and go skipping with him. And the dude's like, no, 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 no. We're not fucking doing that. That's not good. You don't want to do that. Don't encourage that type of behavior. Right. Because it's mentally ill people are weird. But she, I mean, adamant, wanted to do it. Like, you're not, please don't do that. This is your friend? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. please don't do that. Please don't do that. If she was drunk, there would have been no stopping her. But, yeah, just running around, tomahawking his pack. I have a picture of it, but it came out blurry. But it is actual evidence that there is uh, – that Sasquatch lives on. So, uh, <laughs> so so just to reiterate, if you are – yes, there is poop on the sidewalks. Uh, homeless people do exist there. Uh, Delta's awesome. And the Green Cross, if you're looking for weed in San Francisco, just look for anything that has a Green Cross on it. Green or cross. there's, a, there's a, an actual place called the Green Cross. I got an email from them. Uh, if, unless you have, um, so yeah, I am here with Johnny Monotone. I didn't know if you had any other, if you had thoughts or things you were working on, cause then I'll jump into some articles and then we can close out for the day. Cause we're at what? 38 minutes right now. So All right. the articles, which should close, which should close us strong, but I didn't know if you were working on anything that you wanted to come up or any thoughts here. Cause I know you were working um, on some shit earlier. Yeah. I, I guess some, well, I guess some <laughs> things that are, they're kind of like you were just talking about kind of under the radar kind of thing. Yeah. But, um. I do want to give a shout out. There's a really cool thing going on in Newport, New Hampshire now called the Newport Sunshine Initiative. That thing's actually going to happen. It's already happening. Um, they they've been growing these sunflowers all over town, mm-hmm. mostly at the entrances of town. Thousands, thousands of sunflowers. It's unbelievable. You might have to go up there and drone video this before they're all gone. Um, yeah, that's that's some, my life's goal right there. Some, some of these drone things are like eight feet tall. All right. Yep. And then they also had Make Guinness. Make sure you got that mic right in front of your face, too, okay? They, they also had Guinness Book of World Records up there. Um, they set, they didn't break a record because it had never been done before, 
They set a record for the most people making bouquets at one time. They made them out of sunflowers and stuff. And um, it was like, I don't know, three, four hundred people, whatever it was. That's a lonely town, Newport. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that's why it needs a sunshine initiative. And that's the thing is there's some good things happening in some of these towns like Franklin. They get a comfort dog for their police department. They're getting a Domino's. I don't know if that's a good thing, but they're getting, uh, you know, there there's a initiative to revitalize that that city, you know. And uh, well, the last time I was there, they were underwater. The last time I was in that town, they were underwater. Literally, Newport. Yeah, they were underwater. They lost all their cars. The oh New- yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Newport Auto, the Newport Reserve, uh, right. Auto Serve. Yeah, they were completely flooded out. Yeah. So it was just like holy shit. Like they well, lost but the the town more. itself. I mean, there's a lot of real estate and stuff under <laughs> underwater, figuratively. Yeah. And um, so the Sunshine Initiative is working on improving that through a number of initiatives. Sunflowers is just kind of like a a visual thing. It's not. Yeah, they're trying not, to aesthetically make the town more appeasing. Yeah, but it, it, it's the, just because I mean, it just real estate draws wise, interest to it. Yeah, real estate you know. wise, the town has value. Oh, they're absolutely. Near, yeah. They're near a lot of like because people will be buying more real estate up there. It'll become more valuable. So absolutely. I mean, when I when I was in, um, I mean, look at North Conway. Who the fuck would want to drive up there? And yet, right, the place is like booming. But when I was in furniture sales years ago, there was a guy that um, he was a former Celtic player, and he bought a house in Newport. And, and the Celtics didn't make a lot of money back then. Though. <laughs> no, but but when when I met him, he he furnished his house, which yep. was a really nice commission. But anyways, he he um he was gonna start a basketball camp um at the property. Yeah. And then he and at the time he was a coach of this unknown little basketball team called the Dallas Mavericks. Well, a year later, Mark Cuban bought the team, paid more money than anybody ever paid for. Yeah, but he had the money to spend. Sports franchise, right? Right. So he wrote um, this guy a check, and he said, you don't want to go back to New Hampshire. You want to stay working here for me. And it was a big enough check that that's what happened. So so that would have been a really good, um, you know, kick in the pants for Newport back then, but it never happened, thanks to Mark Cuban. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. That's what happens, you know. I mean, why not? I mean, for Dallas, him buying – the Mavericks was a smart decision. Just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He made all his. Mark, I mean, Mark Cuban went into. But he, but he, it, ta- he it takes bubble, somebody influence. Burst, so but he it, made his money right. in the tech bubble, and then but, he got but out. whether it's there or whether it's what the guy was going to do in Newport, what the guy is doing now, Jay Lucas and some of his other, you know, um, well-connected friends are doing in Newport today. Yeah. Whichever way it is, um, you need an influential person to make something, make some big change happen. That's fine. Make the town, make the town your own. I mean, yeah. it, there's no point in being a, a global hero if you can't be a local hero. Right. If that's where you live and you really enjoy living up there, and you can do more to the town, because what you're doing is if you're gonna live there. Well, in his case, he doesn't. He grew up there, but he lives in New York City, and he has a place in Portsmouth, but. He it's it's like his hometown. He wants to revitalize his hometown. Does it's he like, have any prop? Does he have properties there that he owns? Restaurants? I don't. I mean, he might. He should. Probably does. He, he I mean, open, he can't open up a wine bar there or something. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, why not? Maybe we could open a wine bar up there. We don't know anything about wine. We don't know anything really. I mean, <laughs> we, barely, that, we barely know I how mean, to podcast. <laughs> ben, and, Ben, what's his name? Benji. No, not Benji. I was thinking Ben and Jerry, but who's the other guy? Who's that? Who's the other crazy guy from Vermont? Um, no, Bernie. Bernie Sanders. I mean, he doesn't really know anything about you know. Hey, math hey. and economics. Okay, He's a nice not, guy. Not supposed He's to be doing. He's a nice doing, guy. He talks in. You know, I'd have him on rhythm. The, you know, I'd have him on the podcast if he sat here. Oh, I would love to have him on the podcast because when say, when just, he talks, all I can think of is when when I was a kid, they had the bouncing ball. Who's a Jewish cat from Brooklyn? Follow, yeah. You would follow along with him. Yeah. When when he moves his hand along, and it's like he's no different. He, he's from trademarked that thing. You know what I mean? Oh, you mean trade- like this? No, he trademarks when he goes like this, and it's like watching the bouncing oh, when ball. Go like that? Yeah, he just reminds me totally. of one of my he just reminds me of one of my uncles. That's all he does. He reminds me of like a Jewish uncle or something like that. That's all he is. He's just a cat. He's, he's like he's a Jewish a uncle from, from Vermont. He's a yeah, but he's a cat from old school Brooklyn. Okay, so he grew, <clears throat> so <clears throat> more than likely true that his his wife runs the show. But no, he's it's just he's a he's a cat from Brooklyn. I don't care. I'd fucking have him on the podcast. Oh yeah, because I th- I think he's be a, awesome. He's a personality. Oh he's yeah, he's definitely a personality. Yeah. 
Um, not like Andrew Yang. He's got no I like personality. Yang, what Yang? He's he, he's crazy. That guy's crazy. I like Yang. He's I'm a gonna, dork. I'm gonna take all yeah. your money and I'm gonna give it back to you, and then you're gonna give it back to me. Yeah, it's called money laundering. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I was That's like money laundering because because they said, well, where are you going to get this money from? Well, I'm going to tax you, but you gave me this money, but I got to get it back. <laughs> That's uh, basically what he said. <laughs> I, 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 I like him. I, I, I do like him as, a, as an individual. But, He's funny. But like, like I said, because I don't talk politics. Right. I don't go any beyond that. But I do like these guys. Cause I like the con- I w- their willingness to have a conversation with Pete the Buttigieg. I, I would love to have him on the. Okay. I'm all set. Why? I'm all set. Why? It'd be like having that guy from the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> What Sheldon? Sheldon, that's who beat. He's Bridges. actually, he's actually. He kinda, I've seen. Kinda reminds Sheldon, me. What else is his name? I forget. He's he was oh, on the Dan Patrick oh, Show often. He's a nice dude. Like he's a super. Parsons. Nice Parsons. Alan, not Alan Parsons. <laughs> that's the. Pro- <laughs> he's from the projects. Um, <laughs> uh, what's his name? We could have a. We could start a new project. And we'll call it. We'll name it after Alan. Yeah. No, that was the, it. That the was Alan like Parsons a, Project project. That, no, that was in a uh, one of Mike Myers that was, movies. Yeah, that was um, like uh, Wayne, not Wayne's World. Um. No, not fucking Wayne's World. That was uh, International Man of Mystery. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Austin, Austin, Austin Powers. Powers yeah. yeah. And fucking Silver we'll Dick. Create a new project, and we'll call it the <clears throat> Alan Parsons You'd Project. Make a terrible stunt double. Um, <laughs> stunt so double. We, we went off the rails there. Yeah. So they wouldn't well, pay me I mean, one. I would, billion I, dollars would they I'm fine with them doing the the whole scenery shit in these small towns yeah but they have to have re, they have to scenery is scenery okay it's great to look at a front lawn that's all clean and green but if you're living in a tiny home there's not much to do right you're eventually like oh my house is clean my lawn is mowed all right let's go out and get drunk there's yep. nothing to do at the house right so in Newport they can put all the daisies and, and and huge flowers and shit like that, but you gotta have some shit in the town to do. Well, like North Conway, they just want money, but they yeah. built a huge industry around it. Like Meredith is a tourist town, right? But at least in Meredith, they have a giant marketplace and a ton of hotels and, and, and a big the, Harley shop, right? So they have sh- they have well, quote shit to do. But apparently, I got bored of it real quick. But if you start opening up a ton of restaurants and other things around there for sh- for people to do, this, that the the lake house gets sold, you know. What the the inn at Mill Falls and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have people that live there that oh, work okay. there, and they yeah. got bought up by a huge corporate place. And apparently, the corporate That's... place is not doing a good job. No. So, um, who did I say should buy it? I had an idea who should. Wasn't buy it. Wasn't it the common man that owned it though? Yes, Alex Gray. Like, that why would he? Drunk. Why would he ditch that? Because he didn't have a choice. It wasn't his saying. He oh. was. A, he was. A, he was not a majority owner. He was like a almost silent partner. He was. A, he was a drunk partner. Um, no, the other guy, the other guy sold it, the other guy sold it off and, uh, that was, that was it. You ain't going to hold on to it forever. Well, I mean, granted, it's a lot of great locations. The diners are still doing good there, but it definitely looks like a, it, you know, it's, it's a white and green town. It's basically just a tourist spot where you drive through an intersection and done. Right. I actually just went through my high school town for the first time in years and like probably almost a couple decades. First time I've actually gone back. Really? It doesn't look really any different. And it's just like, I'm not missing anything. Like I tell most people, when you get out of high school, the first thing you can do is move away. That's right. the first thing you should do. Oh yeah. Don't leave yourself attached. Doesn't to matter where you went to high school either. Fucking leave. You gotta get out. Leave. Of you gotta find a spot. I went all um, the way to Germany a couple least, years after high school. Well, that's I mean, Germany's definitely a stretch. That was okay. That'll yeah. work though. That does. That's fine. You, if you I mean if you live in fucking Des Moines, Iowa, and you want to move to Germany, I right, go there, learn a little Deutsch. You know, and you're good. That's fine. As long as you're moving like 50, 60 miles away at minimum, you're oh, fine. yeah. You're fine. I mean, I did. got to make it a state at least. A state is fine too. State. Because then you're learning. You're learning. State. You're extending your culture bound, your cultural boundaries. Right. You're learning a, not a, so much a different language, but a different vibe. I mean, if you're up here, you want to skip a state. You don't want to go to Massachusetts. It's like you oh. could. That's a start. That's Say a, you're in Concord. Yeah, you, but that's like you the live in Concord, Republic. but you move to Boston. If you live in Concord and you move to Boston, you tell me that's not an experience. Well, it is, but it's the People's Republic of Massachusetts. No, it's not. You know. Yeah, but it's still. If you move to Boston and you can survive <laughs> there. Yeah. You are. Well, you have. Boston's that's a value. big city. That's actually. a value. That's of value. It's a big city. You know. Yeah, no shit. But I mean, it, I mean know, it's it's a lot of diversity there. There's a lot of value. A lot of diversity. There. Oh yeah. To just go there and be. I do. I recommend. You the got Harvard. You got Chinatown. You got. Uh, Dude. <laughs> you got what? What's the? 
what is it, Modern Pastry or Mike's Pastry? Both. Both. They're both good. Yeah, you got you got Mike, which Museum is Museum of Science, Museum of Modern Art. You, you got, got all the kinds of shit. Aquarium. You got Can- Dude, Cambridge is beautiful. Cambridge. Cambridge back is Bay. beautiful. Tuscan Village is over in the Back Bay, too. North End. Those fucking... Oh, they've grown up so fast, those Tuscan people. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. Joe Costa doesn't give a fuck. He throws money Joe Farrow, you mean? Farrow? Joe Costa? I, Joe Costa was an old guy. Yeah, Joe oh. Farrow. Thank you. I can say forgetting. you did a video for him. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, but that was more of like free. Oh, well. Um, I, I, what did I say? I said to the girl there, I said, look, I look like a poor man's version of Joe Farrow. Joe Farrow is the owner and, uh, well, owner and fucking of... Ferrari owner of uh, Tuscan, Tuscan, Ki- Kitchen. Tuscan Kitchen, Tuscan Market, Tuscan Village, yeah. Tuscan everything. Tuscan um, Sal- like a, Salem is going to be renamed Tuscan something or other. Yeah. He's, I went to the I mean I went to their place over in Portsmouth uh, that just that took over for breaking new grounds. It was nice. I'm fine with it. As long as they they are bringing in property that's nice. Yeah. I'm cool with it. And Pharaoh was super nice. He's just running around flinging his big dick and his fucking in his in his in his fleet of Ferraris oh, and I Lamborghinis. Oh, you're going to say in a G-string. <laughs> no. It, I mean, I'm sure the guy is packing some serious heat. I'm sure he's fucking hung like a horse. And he's I'm pretty sure he's using steroids too cuz that dude's jacked. Um, but Could that's be. that's fine. And he's Could dude, be. he's got a good tan too. But oh. he's hung. He's definitely hung. Um, <laughs> but he's a nice he's a nice guy. He's a super nice guy. I love his I love his employees. He's got a great little restaurant there. Little is being I'm saying that's a douche thing to say, but it's a big fucking place. Oh, they yeah. got wines. They got cheeses. They got wine samplings, cheese samplings. They had that Concorso Italiano thingy that I went to. Yep. He's got a, he's got all of his cars on display. And we're not talking like a fucking you know Toyota Supra. We're talking like Lamborghinis, some of the newest ones. Uh, just awesome, awesome stuff. Yep. And he's got a ton of fucking employees. He's employing, I don't know, a thousand people. A thousand people probably. Yeah. yeah with and all then he's got places. a place in the seaport over in Back Bay. Yep. A place where you can go and spend easily, easily four hundred fifty dollars for two people over at Morton Steakhouse, or you can go to the Tuscan Kitchen or somewhere else. Right. I mean, if you're in the North End, then you eat at the North End. Period. Yeah. You definitely eat at the North End. You period. can't go wrong. You want to do an uh, want to do an article or two before we get out of here? On this? No, just in general. Oh, sure. Yeah, because we're yeah. at 50, we're at fifty two minutes. All right, we're cleaning up. All right, let's close it. Yeah. All right. Uh, this podcast has been brought to you by. This is right. It's brought to you by coffee and uh, cough medicine. Uh, let's see. Do we want to talk about that one's a little much? Uh, Bill Burge and Science scientists proposal. Okay, so you want to do the article about uh, space elevators or space junk? Space elevators. I okay, like, let's I do. Like that. <laughs> See, I give my, I give my, I give my, uh, my guess options. My question is. Okay. You're in that thing all the way to space. You're gonna be looking at the people that are in there with you. It's not like when you're in a <laughs> twenty-story that's, building. That's actually a valid. That is a valid insight right there. Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's the question. Second. If you're in a space elevator, do you second. make space elevator com- like okay? Here's an example. If you've ever have you ever been in the the Empire State Building? I've been no, I've been in the taller, the CN Tower in Toronto. Okay. Now, how taller. big is now how big is the I'm just going to say so yes and no answer and question answer. Sure. How big is the CN Tower elevator? How many people does it fit in it? Standard standard elevator size? No, it's it's pretty good size and it has a glass floor in it. Um Okay, so there's more like ooh, check this out. Oh, it's wild, yeah. It's okay. fifty bucks to fly. Okay. To, now how often do you make conversations in an elevator? You, uh, elevator pitches. No, but the, there's there's a there's a guy and he's not dressed up like, you know, the ones in the movies, but there's a there's an elevator. He's a tourist guy. dude. He's he's a tour guy. And he talks to everybody and everybody's okay. looking so around. So that's ex- that's exempt because that's the side s- of the elevator you're looking out cuz glass all the way up. Okay. So that's the CN Tower cuz the so CN it's Tower is different. It's a little right, different because you're talking. Very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you do that for a tourist attraction. Right. How about like Vegas, the, you got 30, 50 story buildings there. Right, and they're all tourist attractions. All right, so standard office buildings. And most buildings. people are going to talk to each other in those because they're all drunk. That's or actually very true. Something. That's very true. Okay, yeah. so how about like the old Empire State, the old uh, World Trade Center, or the Empire State or the Building? New one, for that matter. No, not the new one. No. No. <laughs> At least not the version of it I was in. Oh. Because the new one is fucking huge. And it's a tourist attraction in itself, the elevator. Okay. Because it symbolizes something very tragic and very overwhelming. Okay. Because when it takes you, it take it just takes you to another planet, dude. So, but you don't have generally when you're off when you're going to like the doctor's office to get your PP touched or something like that. You generally don't have a conversation in the elevator, right? 
No. But that's for like, say you go up like 60, 70 floors and you're going to work for, you know, some firm or whatever. You're not going to really say anything. You may get like that, you know, that nod and then you put your back head, your head down right, so you don't right. get. So, but. But a, but a space I, elevator. But a space elevator. How many, how, how many floors would I mean, you be going? So, you do any fishing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what would a floor be? What would that look like? Like 10 miles would be one floor? Well, I mean, would it be a glass elevator? You're on the first floor. You can go skydiving at this level. We're at two and a half miles. Um. Well, hold on. Let me let me actually read some of this. We'll see what we're really talking about here. Because right. I know once you reach a certain elevation, they have the obviously it's it's killed a couple fucking space shuttles. So that's the one part I'm thinking about. It's like, how do you make sure you have a, a structure that can actually withstand that heat? The atmosphere, the Earth's atmosphere. Right. Because it would burn. Shit has burned up. We lost the space shuttle Columbia in that atmosphere. Right. When you went through Earth's atmosphere in the heat shield. Yeah. And we lost, the, and some of the tiles broke off, yep. which caused the explosion. In an unpublished paper, this is by the this is by Business Insider. Let me give credit to the blah 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 blah. blah. Challenger was the one that never made it up. Right, that was ninety seconds into the flight, and um, an O ring, a shrink, a shrunken O ring due to the cold weather, right. allowed for when they throttle does that. Ask when George they, Costanza. Yeah, when they throttled up. It caused a leak from uh, from the fuel tank, and, and they were told not to do it. Morton Thiokol told them, "Don't don't fly when it's cold." He told them not to. Yeah, they told them it's not a good idea. They fucking did it anyway. But yeah, because they were they were on a time deadline. Yeah, aren't we all? Uh, <laughs> we all. Who's this? Shizuto Goya and Rukaya Moynihan. Those are some heavy hitting names. Right. All right. So in an unpublished paper that has not been peer reviewed, they suggest that materials such as xylon, a polymer carbon could allow us to build a tower or cable that would extend from the moon's surface to Earth's geostationary orbit rather than being anchored directly to our planet. Uh, they said the structure could be would be at a safe distance from Earth, which is about 362,000 kilometers from the moon to avoid contact with satellites. The trip to the moon would involve launching at the right height, synchronizing with end of... This is some fucking nerd shit, dude. Within the end of the space cable, using solar propulsion to move along to Langrange points where there is zero gravity and no other physical interference, and slowing down to land in lunar orbit. Dude, I just went full fucking orangutan. I have no idea what... According to scientists' calculations, <laughs> no, it would be possible to construct a, such a structure using existing technologies. The concept is eminently plausible and may have overlooked... Sure, you could just 3D print the thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll just do this in my backyard. <laughs> Details in their paper suggest that a cable could be as thick as a pencil lead and anchor and anchored on the moon with a budget estimated as billions of dollars. Though it might seem like a hefty price tag, such a structure could save us a lot of funds. It would reduce the fuel needed to reach the surface of the moon to a third of its value. Uh, the executive director, I'm going to breeze through this part, uh, blah, 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 says the issue is very complex. And in terms of actually carrying out the project, a technical plan is very pre premature, but it's an inspiring idea. He said that such a long structure would pose considerable problems for its balance, as well as safety issues for other spacecraft like satellites. I don't know. Okay, are we talking about building something from this planet to that pl to to the to the, like well, a they, space elevator? They, they've talked about that before, like a cable sort of thing. And well, how would you can't do that from the, from this Earth to out there, right? You can't do that, right? That's what I always thought. But I read, I read definitely can't do that. About, no. I, I okay, most likely in my head, we're talking about something that's like attached to the ground that's anchored in sure. considerable ways, and then it's like an elevator that goes out. There, well, you Those can't do that because there's so many different um, elements of variables, right? As far as like wind patterns, uh, or, uh, land movement, uh, the earth, like uh, the atmosphere that I just mentioned. I don't know if that's yeah, possible. Like how far up can you build? I mean, Burj how far up can you build? Burj Khalifa is like in the clouds. Yes, the Burj Khalifa. Well, that is very interesting. I would have to look because, as you can see, yeah, the because then you're talking about and you're also talking about temperature gauges, temperature. Temperature ranges. So right. when you talk about temperature ranges, like yesterday we were flying, and it said out, and it said that the the temperature outside the plane was minus fifty seven degrees. Okay, perfect example. The right. Titanic. Titanic yep. was supposedly indestructible, but when that back then that metal was strong, but when that metal went below a certain temperature, the metal essentially was as strong as glass. So when it hit the iceberg, the 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 metal just fell apart. Metal changes at certain temperatures. It expands, it contracts, okay. and blah blah blah. Makes sense. What's what kind of metal are you going to use to be that durable, that high up, that can move like 
The Empire State Building sways. Well, I mean, they, they have, okay, good point, but they have alloys that, you know, they make engines out of. Uh, it's like a, almost a plastic polymer. Yeah. Yeah, like intake manifolds. Like my and, Mustang is and, a plastic, that's a plastic intake manifold. And yet it can withstand thousands of degrees. Temperature, yeah. High, you know, I mean, high amounts Maybe of. Not an engine, but, you know. High amounts of fluid are traveling through it constantly, although the earlier models were prone to leaking. But you can't leak at, what, 50,000 feet? Right. And yeah, the perfect the Burj Khalifa is a perfect example because that thing is freaking tall. Right. But they did build it. The question is, how high can you actually build? And if you are not going to build a space elevator, can you build something else? Can you build one from the moon to like say you get like they're working on the von Braun saddle the the von the von Braun space station, which is going to be which was named after a Nazi. Werner von Braun. Yeah. yeah, the Nazi who ran NASA. Right, yeah. So are they? I mean. If they build that space station, could they safely build that thing connected to an elevator that takes you to the moon? Now, you'd have to also account for things like space debris, which was in the other article, right. uh, because there's a lot of it. We need to right. clean it up. Otherwise, we actually can't leave the fucking planet because right. we'll, the whole thing will get destroyed by a goddamn bolt traveling at 17,000 miles per hour. Yeah. But I guess you could do that. So if you have a space station that's connected to the moon... I, I guess you could do something like that. I don't know. That's I mean, is it doable, or is it's a good question? Or would you just have like you know some Moonraker type shit where you just have shuttles running back and forth? That makes more sense of building it. That may, seems more feasible. We've done that, so why don't right. we just do that? Space elevator doesn't seem like it makes any sense. Why would we just why would we build a railroad when we have fucking planes? Yeah. Okay. Why would we build a railroad when we have planes? I mean, it, it, I mean. Well. I mean, because dude, I buy something from Amazon. It's here in two days. Right. I buy something from eBay. It's here in three. Yep. So, why? <clears throat> and we have space. We've had space stations in. We've had space stations since the late 1970s. Yep. Okay, smaller ones, bigger ones, ones whatever. And they we they are able to stay up for a very long time, and then they get updated constantly. So why why wouldn't we just build a giant space station up there mm-hmm. with all, and then. <clears throat> Work on the and the the whole concept of gravity is becoming all more reality while we're up there. So why don't we just build a space station and just get a bunch of fucking space buses, right? You know, like something out of uh, uh, space balls and just have that thing running back and forth, a bunch of Winnebagos running from there to the moon. <laughs> I mean, shit. Because how long does it take for us to get to the moon? It's like what three, four days. And then if what if yeah, we but if we have but the amount of but here's well, the we thing. haven't been there in years, right? But if we're actually well, China in China has, yeah. Uh yeah, and I think the I think Isn't Israel. Isn't it weird you don't really hear anything about it since they went there? Well, why would they? None of our business. <laughs> yeah, but why 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 isn't it like in the news? Well, they went. You know it I mean? was, but it wasn't. It wasn't like front end news. Plus, the news is twenty four hour news cycle, dude. So I'm, you know, there's so much shit. Like I have to filter through what I'm looking for. The twenty four hour news cycle is. No, but I mean, I mean, it was you, in there, you, but you it's got, like, got, what else are you gonna know? Unless you can move the story got, forward. Like, you, What's going on now? You got Jeffrey Epstein. You got the gun taking thing. Well, he's dead. The... He's dead. Right. So that's been well. But yeah, of course, you, that's a conspiracy theory. You, but you what like... are we gonna find out? Are we really gonna be like, I'm gonna, I'm oh, gonna find right. the truth? We're right. not finding anything. No. The only thing we but, found was that you keep getting all these different stories. They last for a few days, and then something else comes out. Yeah, that's the 24 hour news cycle. But but we went to the moon. I mean, it's a different country, but we humanity went to the moon it's been 50 years or whatever it's been well i think the it's next like, big step is to actually build a station wow. the next it's big gotta th- be something up there that's interesting i mean well yeah means. well we should be go like there's gotta be uh, something there well, hiding is eric what we- think is. eric weinstein said we need to leave this planet we need to get off this planet i agree with him well, yeah. i think we need to get off this planet and i think we should build an actual international space station an actual station I mean, where you what's be, going on because it would be cheaper for kind of uh they, it's, it's a testing. It's a testing site. Are they building something there? Maybe. Sure. Maybe. Why a, not? Maybe there's another quote unquote Area 51 somewhere else that we just. Don't no, know there's about. Area 51 is one section. You know, there's a lot of area areas there. It's yes. just Area 51 is one section of Nevada. Oh yeah. But yeah. there's other areas, uh, like the one that Bob Lazar worked at was an area called S4. That's 15 miles south. South. Yeah. Okay. So that's a whole different area. Altogether, yeah. But yeah, there's there's, there's several other places that we've just never been in the news. Right. There's probably because places in there's places quiet. in. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, ICBM sites. There's multiple top secret sites. I mean, they, they have planes that fly right out of McCarran, McLaren Airport in um, McCarran Airport in Nevada. Yeah. In Las Vegas, that fly 
the workers to Area 51. It's not like they're keeping the place quiet. There, there's got to be a place that's a lot more secretive than that, I, I think. That's yeah, it's called Camp David. Camp <laughs> David. Um, so, yeah, so you can go check that article. It was over on Business Insider. Uh, let's close up, actually. All right. Uh, Johnny, thank you for stopping by. Welcome to the new Spareport Studios, by the way. Like uh, work in progress, as always. But you can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. You can find me at facebook.com slash positive sarcasm. You can find the Twitch stream, which is twitch.tv slash positive sarcasm one. And you can find the Facebook channel, which is facebook.com slash positive slash POS sarcasm. Those two run the live streams every week. And uh, I survived. We, we've survived an hour long of me on four and a half hours sleep. Thank you for the coffee. I'm going to edit this later. This will be available. This is also available now on new, on uh, TuneIn. TuneIn is available to 75 million subscribers. So we are now on another network that allows me to uh, reach out to the world. Shout out to everybody in China who's been checking out my podcast. Not sure what that's all about, but uh, welcome to America. We got French fries. Um, so I guess that's it. So th- if you guys want to support this platform, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Any denomination, too, uh, in, in any currency. So uh, we will all talk to you all next week. Uh, what the fuck was I going to say? I don't know. I guess we're done here. So thank you for Save listening. You high school ah! <laughs> thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. I will check in on you next week. This has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation. To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate.